Good morning and welcome. I'm your host, Shiki, and this is The Other Side of the Storm. Mental health has been in the forefront lately, especially with, you know, the pandemic and everything. And mental health and self-care is important. So often, though, I've realized that young men, young boys and men, are underrepresented, most likely they're forgotten altogether. So I want to talk about that. But guess what? Ministry starts at home. So before I reached out to the men that I had on my list to interview with a three-question survey, I decided to start at home. So I asked my husband, the three questions, and it went as follows. One, do you feel unheard? Two, do you feel that others care about your feelings? And three, do you have someone trustworthy to talk to? Well, I must say that his answers took me by surprise. Mainly because I thought I knew and was doing everything that I needed to do to make him feel heard and safe. Not the case. The answer to the first question was, he didn't really feel unheard. He felt heard, but not necessarily supported sometimes. When I, in in response to, do you feel that others care about your feelings? His response was no, not all the time. His example was, if he says he doesn't want something to happen, like someone to come over or to buy something, we he says he doesn't feel like, we hear him, we do it anyway, not taking his feelings into consideration. And thirdly, I asked if he had someone trustworthy to talk to. He says, besides me, his friend John. Then I asked, what can I do to change the way you feel? And his reply was, I don't think you can, or he feels like things won't change because it happens repeatedly. He often feels like everyone's opinion matters, but his. And that gave me a insight into how he was feeling. That meant I had to look at myself and reevaluate the way I operate and the way I handle things. I often say there's no defense to the truth. So there was truth in what he was saying. It Was it painful? Oh, yes, it was very painful because the truth hurts. But it's what you do with that hurt and that truth that matters. 
it became abundantly clear to me that I have to show him and remind him that I can be trusted with his heart, that he is safe to be vulnerable with me, and I will protect his heart, stimulate his mind, and speak into his life. Oftentimes, we forget that our men need support too because it's been drilled into their makeup, into their minds that they're to be strong and they're made to feel less than for showing emotions. So after the conversation with my husband, I reached out to two other individuals. One was my former pastor, my bishop's son, Pastor Derek. And the second person I reached out to was my nephew uh, that lives in Alabama. And Pastor Derek answered the three questions. He says he does not feel that he's unheard. He feels as if he has a safe haven to speak his mind and people listen. He says he doesn't feel that he doesn't feel that people don't care for him. He feels that they do care, but that it's probably because of his influence. That gave me pause. He is around many people, ministers, laymen, old, young, rich, poor. And the fact that he said he thinks that sometimes people care about his feelings, but it could be because of his influence. It makes you think, do the people around you genuinely care? Or is it because of the position that you hold? Only you can answer that. And his last response was, does he have people that are trustworthy, that he can talk to? And his answer was, yes, he does have people trustworthy that he can talk with, but he doesn't always take advantage of the opportunity. That's interesting. I believe that the reason for that is because we have drilled into our young boys and our men that they are less than for showing emotions. Man up. Men don't cry. Stop being a little crybaby. It, it's, it's like somewhere along the way, I found somewhere around the age of five, all of a sudden, dads or people around the kids start treating them like they're little men already. They're five. And you start hearing phrases like, don't be a crybaby. Suck it up. Shake it off. 
and we've drilled into them that it's not manly to cry or to show emotions or to be weak. It's, it's viewed as a feminine trait if a man shows a, emotions or shows that he's vulnerable. And that is a dangerous position to put our men in. It's very dangerous because guess what happens? Because there are conditions not to outwardly show emotions. They begin to internalize and bury those emotions and swallow the hurt, the pain, the misunderstandings, any emotional response to their environment or the situation is swallowed and covered up and it's going to erupt sooner or later. It's going to erupt and it's usually against the people that are closest to them, the people that they love the most or they want support from the most, those emotions erupt. Well, I think it's more important, especially now, that the women, whether it be wives, sisters, girlfriends, aunts, it's important for us to let our men know, our sons know, our husbands know, that they have a safe haven within us. That it's okay to be emotional, and we would think no less of them for being emotional. We would not belittle them. We would not make them feel weak because they show emotions. It's funny how often women say, I want a, a man that treats me kind and, and loves me unconditionally and treats me like queen, yet when a man shows a tender side to you or connects with you emotionally, you want to call him a punk. Oh, he acting like a little ish. He over there crying. Man up. Crying is a natural response to an emotional environment. Crying is beneficial. It releases your emotions. It has a cathartic cleansing of your spirit. So why then is it okay for us to cry? But it's not okay for boys and men to cry. Then that would require them to be less than human. And especially for our black men, they face a multitude of situations and pressure from every angle within the community, outside of the community, community in the homes. So it is paramount that we give them a safe haven 
to be vulnerable, to show emotions. Give them a place to unleash. And it something else is very important that men commune with other men. I don't understand this phenomenon that happens when we get in relationships. You don't want your man to hang him with his boys anymore. You don't want him to go out with the guys and you want him under you constantly, but you can go out with the girls. No, 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 no. That has to stop. Just like we women need to hang with our girls or communicate with our sisters, men need to hang with the guys and communicate with other men. They need other men around them, other strong men around them, men who will call them on their BS, who will get them sage advice, and someone they can talk through their problems with, can work things out with them, give them a different angle in which to see a situation. Some of the best conversations I've had with my husband is when he's telling me about times where he's been talking to his boys, when he talked to his his uh, friend, John, or his, his brother. Some of the most funnest memories for him was him and his boy Jasper. That was like a brother to him. They were very close, cool dude. They were always talking. And now that his friend has passed, you know, he has his friend John and they talk regularly. I would be less than a supportive woman if I would not allow him to talk to his friends. You know, being petty, like, why are you always with your boys? Why you got to go over there? That 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 would be detrimental, detrimental to not only his health, his mental health, it would be detrimental to the relationship. If you're with a man and he's not communicating with other men, something's wrong. He's not getting something vital that he needs. Men need to be with other men. They need to be able to talk and communicate with other men. It's not, I don't want to say it's not natural. It's not healthy. It's not healthy. So, you know, ask yourself. Ask your man. Ask the man in your life these three questions. And when you ask the three questions, listen and internalize. And don't be so quick to respond because your feelings are hurt when they give you an honest answer. Do they feel heard? Do they feel 
that people around them care about their feelings? Do they have someone trustworthy that they can talk to? These things are important. This is going to be a continuation. So I'm going to have probably a part two and a part three because I will continue to gather insight from the men that I chose to talk to about this very important subject. It is it is very important that we love each other wholeheartedly. Love a person enough to let them go. Love a person enough to have them speak openly about their feelings. Love yourself enough to take constructive criticism and grow from it. As always, before I let you go, I need you to know that you're loved, you're important. This world is better for you being in it. And even if you don't feel like it right now, you are loved. You're important to someone. And that someone is watching you, even if you don't know it. They're watching the way you live because they're trying to learn from you. You're someone's hero. You're someone's ray of sunshine. A smile costs you nothing. A kind word is free. Love on someone today. Love on yourself today. And as always, I thank you for stopping by. I've been your host, Shiki, and this is the other side of the storm. Go out today and make it great. Share your gift with the world. Your gift could be a smile, a hug, your art, your passion, your presence. Share it. And meet me here next time on the other side of the storm. Love you. Bye.